2: Mm-hmm.
3: Jones, Mego with Arcan here on WEEI. We're here until six o'clock on a Thursday evening. Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just play, or say rather, play 937 WEEI. I do want to get back into the Celtics as promised, but a lot of people dialing us up, Mego, on Meg's Planning, 7937 Your love of the film, Groundhog's Day. Groundhog, Groundhog
4: Day. singular. One hog.
3: <laughs> you asked. You know, you know how the saying goes: "Multiple hogs is a crowd." One hog is uh,
4: <laughs>
3: is uh, exactly what we're looking for here. So let's uh, let's go out to the phone, shall we? Because a lot of you are uh, are waiting very patiently. How about uh, our good buddy JP in North Providence? What's up, JP?
2: Hey Jones, is Groundhog Day the new movie about Belichick trying to draft wide receivers? <laughs> hey <laughs> hey yo. I got a better movie for you: Edge of Tomorrow. Tom Cruise. We got Aliens. We got him fighting the same battle over what, and over. Emily what Blunt. Era,
3: what era, Tom Cruise, is this? Oh, it's Emily Blunt, so it's got to be mo- uh, a pretty modern uh, twenty fourteen incarnation of Tom Cruise. I, I can't imagine I'm going to want to see it. Although people tell me, me the people tell me the Mission Impossible movies are pretty good with Tom Cruise, even the new ones.
4: I think I've seen like two of those. I
3: think I honest. saw like I think I saw like the original Mission Impossible, meaning the original Tom Cruise Mission Impossible, like. I don't know, 20 years ago. I don't want to
4: offend anyone's sensibilities, but I feel like if you see two of those movies, you've basically seen them all. Why
3: well, are you calling them? Trash?
4: No, no, no. Mm. Just not for me. You can call them trash. It's not okay. Not for me.
3: <laughs> I'd call the Mission Impossible movies trash. I'm just telling you, I've, I've heard that they're good. I'm not really itching to see a Tom Cruise movie, but okay, fine. Edge of Tomorrow, if I see Did it. Did you
4: see the Maverick movie?
3: The Maverick movie? Yeah, it's called Maverick. Top Gun. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, my wife My wife has already seen that like three times without me, but no, I, haven't I haven't seen, seen it either it. All on streaming. She hasn't uh, gone and seen it in the theater. Meh. It was meh?
4: That's how I feel about it. Trash? No. I just feel like meh about it. Everybody hyped it up so much. Don't I- call in about Top Gun for the love of No, God. no.
3: You know what I was going to say? The first Top Gun? Kind of trash. The first Top Gun. I'm with you. Not that great. Never really liked that movie. Now, now, my wife would, would holler at me, has hollered at me about this. I, eh. That's. I'm not telling you it's horrible. I just. I, I've never. It's never really one that I watched growing up. It's not really one that I have this uh, nostalgic feeling for. Maybe Mavericks cool. I haven't seen it.
4: It literally functions as a period piece for me.
3: Yeah. Because. Like, I mean, this is sweet. The '80s volleyball yeah. scene is sweet. Oh, you like that? Oh yeah, that's good. Nice. Speaking of multiple hogs. <laughs> like that was that was a scene right there. Sixty but, uh, or
4: seventy wild hogs. <laughs>
3: But, yeah, no, I I mean, I didn't say I hated every scene in the movie. I'm just saying, the movie, you know, uh, it's trash. uh, To to use a phrase, trash. Uh, Marty is on the South Shore. Go ahead, Marty.
2: Oh, what's up, guys? What's up, Marty? I I don't know. Uh, Listen, uh, I got to defend my girl, Mego here. Um, uh, Groundhog Day is an excellent movie, and based on the way that Coco reviewed it this morning, it sounds like she was probably sitting in a dorm room with a bunch of girls drinking and smoking and, didn't really pay attention. Just heard the alarm go off every once in a while, and they looked up and laughed and
5: made their girl jokes. And... Is that the is that the
0: hey, vibe? Hey, hey, is we that the like vibe you got? Jokes. Well,
5: I was actually about to
3: accuse Marty of coming in and white knighting, but I don't really. I'm not really sure if that's what he was doing there. <laughs> nah, simping Arkan? is that the is that the proper term? Was he coming? He was simping. There's a little simping going on. There's a little there. bit of simping going it wasn't on. wasn't like a hardcore simp fest. But no. there was some simping. Who are th- you crapping? <laughs> <laughs> but then he just he threw he threw Courtney right under the bus. There, no, I, no, I, I no. Did, Courtney I
4: said she watched it in a, in a class, which is. Pretty much the worst way you can watch a movie.
3: What class? What do you a mean? Class the worst? at BC. A television class. It's the oh. to, it it's class. The best way to the best way to watch movies. Studying film. You don't have class. That's the best way to watch movies. What do you mean?
4: You're not going to come out watch, like liking the movie.
3: <laughs> you don't have class. Who is that, Buster? Who says uh, that? Yet. Lucille.
1: Uh, one of the, yeah, they say it to each other. Right? You don't have class. <laughs>
3: uh, but yeah, no, that's the best way to watch a movie. Then you don't have to. You don't have to. But you weren't no, planning if you if to and listen to the professor. There's a
1: movie you want to go see, and you go see it. That's different from a professor being like, "Hey guys, we're watching this movie today." I know what she means. Like,
4: I think she had to write an essay around the movie or something like yeah, that. Like I that would sucks. imagine. I don't think it's. Just, no, that, I don't think it's like a rainy day where they wheel in the TV and they play Twister for you.
3: That does suck. I, I, I writing essays is not for me. Uh, you know who else sucks? The Brooklyn Nets. My <laughs> Brooklyn Nets. Not a very good night for them. Although it, it seems to me they were missing a pretty key piece. Last night. Excuses. Just it's not uh, like oh, King. Look, no, it's definitely an excuse. I will not deny that I am making an excuse that I'm sure I would criticize the Celtics for if they were making that same excuse. But anyway, Kevin Durant's better than anybody the Celtics would be missing, minus Jason Tatum. So I think it was a pretty significant piece. Uh, Jay Williams, we played this clip off the top of the show way back when at 2 o'clock. Let's replay it for the people because I think many people feel this way that the Celtics don't really have a ton of competition in the NBA. Go ahead, Jay.
2: I, I just want to give the Celtics, the praise that they actually deserve on national TV. Mm -hmm. I think they are top to bottom, the best team in the NBA, in my opinion, it is their championship to lose. I know teams will contend. I know, I see what Denver's doing, if they can remain healthy. I know what the Memphis Grizzlies are. I never count out the Golden State Warriors. I see Sacramento, I, I see Philadelphia with Joel Embiid. I, I I got what else is happening. Milwaukee with Chris Middleton back and Giannis, their small ball lineup is working. But this team is complete. Malcolm Brogdon really helps. Jason Tatum with his 30th, he 30 points last night. His 29th 30 point game this season. And it was a statement game. I think this team feels a certain way about the Brooklyn Nets. It's the 10th straight time they beat the Brooklyn Nets. 10th straight. They actually beat them last time last year in the playoffs, right? Sweep uh, these guys defensively, top to bottom. Jason Tatum is on top of his game, and Jalen Brown, I think, is the best shooting guard in the game of basketball right now with the way that he defends and how he's attacking the rim.
3: Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so the Celtics are good. Do they have any competition in the East, Meg?o And If so, who is it?
2: Yes, it's not
4: the Nets. (laughs) All right, this is my take music. Oh, it's going to be the Bucs. Those boys in Milwaukee. Chris Middleton is back. He's on a minutes restriction, but it looks comfortable. He looks confident in his game. He can hit the pull-up shot, step back three, and take advantage of any defense.
3: Milwaukee? (laughs)
4: Giannis, he gets the spotlight. Chris Middleton, he's the quiet assassin. Don't forget about Budenholzer. <laughs> is he great? I Probably boot- not. Holt- the Budenholzer? Probably not, but he's better than your coach because he's been there.
3: No, before. he is. He is for sure. Look, Milwaukee to me is a uh, is a real threat in the East. I think they are uh, the biggest threat. I do think Brooklyn is a threat to the Celtics if if they're healthy because there aren't a lot of teams in the NBA that have the level of talent that can't top-end talent that can match the Celtics. The Net, uh, Nets question is their depth. They don't have it. Uh, I think Milwaukee has better depth than Brooklyn. I don't know that they have the Celtics' depth. But top-end, top-flight talent, Brooklyn's one of the few teams that can match it. I know there's another team Arcan likes that could.
1: Yeah, uh, it's the 76ers, and I know that the Celtics wait, wait, have had wait. a lot of success against them. Doesn't yes.
4: Arkan get music?
1: Thank you. It's the same, though. I well, like I'm it. the J-O-E-L-M-B, <laughs> and I'm here to say... No, I think that 76ers, uh, uh, they are right now have two guys... Joel Embiid's playing at an MVP level, and James Harden, since he came back, is averaging like 11 assists a game. And they're a pretty deep team, too. They got, you know, they got a deep bench there with Maxie and Tybal and Milton and some of those guys. Like, I like their roster, and they have two elite elite players, so I mean... You know, are they are they better than the Celtics? I don't know about I'd say that, but can they compete with them? Yeah, I think they can.
3: No, I look, I I just can't take Philadelphia seriously, I can't. And I know they the the Celtics have won 10 straight against Brooklyn, and so Jones, how can you take the Nets seriously and not Philadelphia? The Nets have beaten the Celtics in the playoffs. Philly hasn't. Every every time, in fact, not only has Philly not beaten them, how many games has Philly won against the Celtics in the playoffs? Like I feel like every year it's a sweep or it's They drop four out of five like Philly's never competitive. Or
4: they don't see them.
3: Yeah, or or they miss them all together. Brooklyn's played them two years in a row. They beat the Celtics once. They got swept last year. They won in five the year before. They got swept last year. And Brooklyn was a way better team two years ago, and the Celtics were banged up then. Brooklyn's beat them. Philly hasn't. And I don't care what the the permutations were. Philly can't beat them. So until they do, I'm just not going to take the Sixers seriously. But to Arkan's point, they have the top-end talent to match up with the Celtics. I'll grant them that.
4: Make a little noise, but to the credit of your nets, I will say what we saw last night as laughable as it was, as fun as it was to turn on the TV and see in the first quarter what the score was because I came into the game a little bit late. Um,
3: oh, same! It was crazy. It was so funny to turn I'm going on my nets. So
4: amazing, but
3: who's that they, moron? <laughs>
4: What they did with the with their shooting last night, the three point shots that they were hitting, the rate, the consistency, they're just they're probably never going to do that again. I would wager a large sum of money that they don't do that again in the regular season or the playoffs against any team, particularly the Brooklyn Nets and to your to the point you made. no Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's supposed to be reevaluated on February ninth. He's expected to be back before the All-Star break. I'll be curious to see what they do with him when they bring him back and how they stagger that return cuz I mean they they what are they? They're 4th in the East right now. The they're Mets not. Are fourth, correct, yeah, yes. they're not wildly out of position. No, I'm sure goes, they like to be higher. It goes Milwaukee,
3: but, then Philly, then Brooklyn, then Cleveland. Who I wouldn't totally sleep on either.
4: It's wild that right before he got injured, I believe they had won 18 of 20 games before that injury.
3: Yeah, they so were. So they're
4: they're two completely different teams. They were like
3: a half game behind the Celtics, within, and then Durant, 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 of course, got hurt.
4: Like you can't under you can't underscore you, his importance enough.
3: Were you a trade Jalen for Durant guy, gal?
4: Um, I'm trying to remember. I feel like I
3: you don't remember. evolved
4: a little bit. Well, because I'm trying to remember. I, I was. Yeah, I was. I, I, I think I was a little bit more nuanced than you. I'm oh, going sure. hang my I, hat on I, that. I,
3: again, I, as I've been told many times, uh, pretty much once a year by the Boston Globe, I have no nuance. So that, yes. is, uh, that is true. But yeah, I was, I was a definite trade Jalen for direct I wasn't
4: a breakup Jason and Jalen person, though. Like I had, well,
3: I I was both. Arcan, you I you were a breakup Jason and Jalen guy, if I'm not mistaken. But you you would not have traded Jalen this offseason for Durant. Not
1: correct? this offseason, but I do think that there was a point where I was a lot more worried about Jalen Brown wanting to take off, and I think that. That still may be out there, but I'm not as worried about it anymore, I guess, is is the way I sort of look at it. Plus, Durant getting hurt this year, I sort of feel like, makes it easier to look back on that and say, like, yeah, I'm glad it didn't happen. All
3: right, do the Celtics have any competition in the Eastern Conference? 617-779-7937. If so, who is it? Is it my Brooklyn Nets? And by the way, if you think they have no competition... It's binary. It's all or nothing. You either win or you don't this year, Boston Celtics. And if you don't, that is a fail. Again, 617-779-7937. We'll get to Tatum in his minutes, maybe mix in some Bruins thoughts right after Trending from Christian Arkin.
0: Here's What's Trending on WEEI.
1: Trending is brought to you by the 99 restaurant. Celtics and the Bruins both back to their winning ways last night. Bruins with an easy 5-2 win over the Maple Leafs. Pair of goals for Pavel Zaka. Bruins are off now for the All-Star break. They'll be off until the 11th. Everyone except, of course, for David Posternak and Linus Allmark. They're playing in the game. Jim Montgomery will coach the Atlantic team. Bruins heading to the break on pace to break the... Single season point total in NHL history currently held by the 1977 Montreal Canadiens at 132 points. Bees are on pace for 133. Celtics had a relatively easy night as well last night. They blast the Nets by a final of 139 to 96. Wasn't that close? Celtics put up 79 in the first half. Jason Tatum 31 to lead the way. Jalen Brown added 26. Up next, the Celtics will host the Suns tomorrow night at TD Garden. Robert Kraft went on CNN with Poppy Harlow this morning and said that he would be open to having Tom Brady sign a one day contract to retire as a Patriot. And Vic Fangio, currently working as a consultant for the Philadelphia Eagles, has been hired by the Dolphins to be their new defensive coordinator. The 99 restaurant is cooking up new hearty flavors for the season. Try the new braised short ribs and ravioli or the home-style chicken pot pie freshly baked to order and topped with a buttery, flaky crust. The 99, always the real deal. I'm Christian Arcan. That's what's trending now.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
4: Get Boston Sports Original
0: on the go. Wherever you go.
2: Just download the Odyssey app.
0: We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI.
6: It's good to mix it up a little bit. You know, these... 47-minute nights I've been having in, in overtime games, is good to, you know, be able to rest the, the fourth quarter and, uh, you know, let some of the guys that, you know, don't always get opportunity to play. Uh, so it, it was good. Um, you know, I like the way we came out. Obviously, we shot the ball well, but I think just our attention uh, to, to the game plan, to play the right way, and uh, you know, we were just, we were, you could tell we were ready to go from the jump. What I want, you.
3: Jason Tatum got the fourth quarter off last night as the Celtics beat down the Brooklyn Nets. I can't imagine anybody having faith in that Nets team.
4: Only a true moron.
3: You get burned over and over and over again. How could you possibly have any faith in that Nets team? I'm going with Kyrie Irving. (laughs) I don't know who, who could possibly feel that way. Just a moron. And uh, it's Adam Jones, Megan Adelini, Christian Arcan, Jones, Mego with Arcan. Don't forget, you can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Save W-E-E-I as a favorite. And listen wherever you go. Jason Tatum, I know you guys are concerned about his minutes piling up and Quite. managing his minutes. A game like last night to me is just a no-brainer. It's like none of the starters should play in the fourth quarter. You had 79 points in the first half. You're on your way to 139. You don't miss Marcus Smart which yes, I had to shoehorn in there, and none of the starters should play because it's a blowout and a beatdown, and there's no sense in playing them other than padding stats and Tatum chasing a 50-point game, which he's done earlier this year, which is stupid. I know you guys are concerned with his minutes totals. Why?
4: It's been keeping me up at night. It's been tough watching him play so many minutes, so I was able to relax a little bit last night, but it really came to my attention how many minutes he's averaging because Jay King from the Athletic brought it up to Joe Missoula. Can we just hear that so I can illustrate where he is in the league? This is Jay King of the Athletic pressing Joe Missoula on Tatum's minutes,
3: and Missoula's very sensitive about it. Like very, very sensitive. Like you can, he, he doesn't like to be questioned. Period. But I feel like this was a bit of a uh, a topic that he didn't want to hear. So how let's, important let's hear. can it
6: be? For him to get some nights like this where he doesn't have to play either close to 40 or more than 40?
5: I mean, it depends on who you ask.
6: Do you think it's important?
5: I think it's important We're that asking he you. Um, takes care of himself and is always gives us the best chance to win and um, yes, it's good tonight that you can get, uh, what do you play, 29? Should have played him the whole first half. Um, no, it is good to get situations like that, absolutely.
6: So you're not concerned at all that he's second in the league in minutes per game? And-
5: Me personally? No, because I spend every day with him. And I see how he, um, I see what he's done all summer. I see what he's done all preseason. I see what he does every single day. Um, but yes, if you can get moments and opportunities like this, you're grateful for him and you take advantage of him. Absolutely.
4: I do read into the sentiment there a little bit. I spend every day with them. I practically live with them. I see everything he does well, just, off the it's court. It's again, it's
3: guys. just it's, it's so sensitive. It's just, well, I, what, you think you know better than me? Like, that's basically what he's doing, which is just odd it's because. He's
4: asking. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's the notable follow up question that Jay King had there for me, which was Jason Tatum is second in the league in average minutes played. Behind only Pascal Siakam of the Toronto Raptors. Fred Van Vliet of the Raptors is on the other side. But here's the rest of the top ten. I just want to rattle them off real quick. Your God, Kyrie Irving, Mm -hmm. which makes sense because Durant's been injured. Luka Doncic, the way that the Dallas Mavs are constructed makes sense. One-man team. Anthony Edwards, Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Basically a one-man team without
3: Towns. Atlanta Hawks.
4: uh, LeBron James. I know you want to return to that. Uh, Mikhail Bridges, Phoenix Suns, DeMar DeRozan of the Chicago Bulls. I look at most of these players, not all of them, but most of them, and I understand why they would be playing so many minutes. But we're talking about a Boston Celtics team that has the number one seed, is the most, is, is the deepest team in the East for sure, probably the, be, the deepest team in the league, and has Jalen Brown. 14th in minutes if you go further down the list. So I'm looking at this going, I understand Jason Tatum's 24 and Jalen Brown's only 25. I still look at the way that things went in the postseason last year and Jason Tatum looking burnt out in the Heat series and they're supposed to be trying to get back to the finals and win it and they've gotten lucky with the injury history with Tatum so far. What is the upside of this? Are canned.
1: I think the biggest problem here is that they are playing too much. I agree with that. And what you just heard from Joe Missoula right there is troubling. He looks at the at the totals. He what? He played twenty nine minutes. I should have played him the whole first half. You were up by thirty points in the first quarter. The starter should have played sparingly for the rest of the game after that. You didn't have to play him after the first quarter. Yeah, Tatum
3: hit a three like right I at should the have end of the him. quarter. Yeah, I should, should have played, right played him the end.
1: whole first half. Why? You were up 30 after one quarter. Why would you play your start? See, that's the mentality. That's the issue. That's sort of what I think is a, well, is an issue there, and there may be reasons for Missoula to want to do that, to lean on those guys, but I think part of it is roster construction. They don't have a lot of depth at the wing. You know, they have Sam Hauser and Grant Williams and neither one of those guys are real wings. Like, I, I sort I of think that that's part of it, too. Like, they have good. a Point. A ton of depth at point guard, and they even got a bunch of bigs. They don't have anybody really else other than Brown and Tatum on the wing. It's a good
3: point because I I don't think big is their their largest need, and they've been linked to Bull uh, Bullpett wrote today that Kelly Olenek may maybe a, a name they're they're chasing after. So, oh baby, yeah. So I, that that now now I think they're a real championship contender with Pirtle Kelly Olynyk with the clinic there. But I, I actually agree with you. I think more wing depth is their biggest need, but that's a, a side topic. I bet Missoula plays these guys because Missoula doesn't want to blow fourth quarter leads because Missoula wants to have a good record and keep the job and get the interim tag taken off. And maybe, just maybe, he knows where his bread is buttered and Tatum and Jalen tell him they want to play and they want to play big minutes and pad their stats. And so he does what they want. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at any of that. I just push back on this whole minutes conversation and say, I don't think Tatum was fatigued and running on fumes late last year. And I definitely don't think he was hurt. I think Tatum's soft. And I think when teams that are physical like Miami and physical like Golden State, say what you want about them, Golden State was a physical team last year. I think when the, the teams got more physical and defensive-minded and it was a knockdown dragout drag-out series and you weren't just running over someone like Brooklyn, my Nets, in the first round, it was a real series and a real competitive, hard-fought series, I think Tatum wilted. I don't think he was fatigued. He's 24 years old. He can play 37 minutes a night. LeBron James was in that top 10. LeBron is 38. How many years has LeBron played? 21, 22, 23. He's playing 36.5 minutes a night. Tatum's playing 37.3. Tatum can play the extra minute a night when he's 24 years old. So I just, I'm just i not overly concerned about this, and I I don't want the excuse for Tatum that he got overworked or run into the ground or he's running on fumes. He, 24, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah,
4: LeBron's taking a vacation's worth of days off
3: though. He's missed eight season. games. Yes, he's
4: missed eight games. I don't have. I uh, Tatum's played forty nine. I was gonna say
3: I wanted to say Tatum's only missed two or three. So I'll, I think he's I'll only missed two,
4: maybe. His, but again, that's another great thing about Tatum is his availability. I I know I'm erring on the side of caution here. I just feel that don't put that don't don't put that at risk. And at, to your point, though did he was he fatigued or did he wilt in the face of stronger and more experienced competition i'm sure i'm sure there was a little of that especially against the warriors there was a lot of that but i do think he burned out and i go back to odoka's method at the end of the regular season deciding to ramp up his minutes a lot because he said that he wanted him to get used to playing that amount of minutes through the playoffs and i didn't really agree with that then We've heard from Missoula in the rest of that press conference. We don't have the sound of it because it's kind of just context. But he talks about it's important for him to have these guys out there because they figure things out about themselves and about the situations. And I kind of say, what do they not already know? They went to the finals last year against the Warriors. Is this something that you don't know that you are trying to figure out how you want to coach? Because that's a different subject. Like that that's a different conversation. I'm saying
3: he's 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 trying to get the interim tag removed. He wants to be the coach. So yeah, I mean maybe he is. And and I, I would not underestimate that. But again, if Tatum and Brown are telling him what they want to do, he should listen to them. Like that's that's the best way to keep your job is to keep the stars happy and to win. I mean, you gotta win. Six one seven, seven seven nine, seven ninety three seven. Fortunately for the Celtics, they're doing that. Uh Craig is in Rhode Island. Go ahead, Craig.
7: How you guys doing? Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah, Great. I just want to tell you. Dude, with, with, uh, I don't want to hear about minutes because uh, we just all reflect on Michael Jordan and minutes, and uh, he 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 toughed through minutes like no other. So
1: so, Jason Tatum's I mean, Michael Jordan, Greg?
7: Uh, not even close.
3: Well, I would, oh. uh, I would agree. Right, I would agree. with uh, certainly where he was going there at the end. But I, I look when I think of Tatum in the minutes, like to compare him to Jordan. Uh, maybe we shouldn't do that, but like he is one of the best players in the NBA. So why why should he be? Why should you be managing the minutes in that way? Giannis is
1: one of the best players in the NBA too. He plays four less minutes
3: per game. Well, Your are
4: you're king, Joel Embiid, how, way down there. How yeah.
3: much? old? Okay, Embiid's a big. That doesn't count. Bigs never play as much as guards and wings. And how how old is Giannis? Twenty
1: eight, twenty nine.
3: Giannis is twenty eight years old. So he's got four, uh, Tatum has four years on him. Tatum should play those minutes.
4: What is the upside to him playing those minutes?
3: They don't lose games in the fourth quarter they don't and, and look he should absolutely sit games like last night. Mm-hmm. You're up 30 in the fourth quarter your starters should sit. I'm not quibbling with that but on a on a regular night night in and night out should they be managing his minutes? No, you might lose those games. you might lose the one seed now you're on the road for a game seven. they should you should want to have every advantage going forward. Tatum's 24. there is risk to playing. But there's a risk to playing I'm saying
4: like he shouldn't There's a risk to play. playing him
3: 35 minutes a night instead of 37 minutes a night. You can still get hurt playing 35 a night. Right. He's going to play a ton of minutes. I don't think shaving a couple of minutes here and there are going to make a big difference. And if they do, it's all in Tatum's I head.
4: don't think he should be playing the second most minutes in the entire league. Why?
3: He's because a top five player in the league. He should be playing
4: something <laughs> like top what? five minutes. Look at the cast around him; it just feels unnecessary. Oh, the Celtics like I a super
1: like... deep team or not? You know, like that's yeah. sort of how I feel. Why do well, these guys you, have to play? Well, I understand so much? it's different just, with the wings. You just said there's no depth on the wing, right? But I mean, that doesn't mean that those two guys have to play every single night. You know what I mean? If there's if there's so much depth and other guys who can score and do things was, like Brogdon and you know Horford and whoever, then why does it always have to be the onus on Brown and Tatum to play the whole game?
3: The Celtics are young, and I just I don't there's a lot of things I'm more concerned about than how many minutes Tatum is playing. That just doesn't concern me all that much. Uh, But again, maybe you think he's really hurt. Which, can I hear from Jason Tatum? Can we queue up one more clip here before we get back to to some of the phone calls? And I want to get to a uh, developing story on the Red Sox as well, or at least a tangential Red Sox-related story. But can I hear from Tatum? Is Tatum hurt? Yes or no?
6: I feel great. You know, my my body feels so much better at this point of the year than it did last season. You know, last year at this time, I was, you know, essentially dealing with a lot more um, you know, but I still was you know figuring a way to get out there and play.
3: Okay, so I don't think he was hurt last year, but I don't want to hear anything about Tatum being hurt because I think he's totally fine. I don't think the minutes bother him. Uh, let's go to Tarek in Boston. Go ahead.
2: Well, hey, I just wanted to chime in. You said you know they've been to the finals. What else is there to learn? And that's ridiculous because Michael Jordan was 28, LeBron was 28, Kobe without Shaq was 28, Paul Pierce was 29. You know, young guys don't win chips. You know why? Because old guys cheat in the playoffs and send you home. So that's been the thing with the NBA for a hundred years, and it's going to be there for a
3: hundred more. Now I'm I'm trying to remember because Arkan, I know, I know I've ripped that argument apart before. I'm just trying to remember all the names. Like Magic Johnson won a title right away. Tim Duncan won a title right away.
4: How old was Steph Curry?
3: Mm, probably closer to that How old age. Was Clay he was older? I think those guys were like no. When I say that age, I mean like the twenty eight age. Yeah. I think those guys were closer. I mean, I'd have to go back and really look at it. But Larry I, was like twenty four. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like some of those are, are going back a ways. He twenty six, by the
4: way.
3: I, Curry. Yeah. Okay, so that, that is a, a, a year Basically or so ahead Brown's of it. Basically Brown's age. I just I reject that. Tatum's twenty four. He can be winning championships now. It's not. It's not. We don't have to wait till he's twenty eight years old to win a title. Duncan didn't have to wait. Magic didn't have to wait. Kobe. Bird didn't have to wait. Kobe. He said without Shaq, he did put a qualifier on. Okay. That. But Kobe won right away. Kobe was like a Finals MVP. Uh, early on in his can't career. wait
4: till we can progress to Tatum's titles without Brown. <laughs> it's gonna be such a great era.
3: <laughs> it's a good point. Uh, 617-779-7937. Just quickly, this story, and I, I have no idea about the source, but it's got a uh, it's got a blue check mark and almost four hundred thousand followers on Twitter. Must be legit. Uh, it's legit enough for me. Indy Kyla I N D Y K I. Uh, K-A-I-L-A, Indy Kyla News, which describes itself as an award-winning Twitter account. Right there on my oh, bookmark. Oh,
4: yeah, the Twitter awards.
3: Home of football, football, breaking news. Okay. Indy Kyla News reports, exclusive. According to Liverpool sources, civil war is brewing between Liverpool principal owner John Henry, also owner of the Red Sox, and Red Sox chairman Tom Warner. Uh, cutter-based investment fund have submitted a takeo- uh, takeover offer for Liverpool Football Club, and Tom Warner wants to accept the offer. John Henry is blocking the bid. I want to apologize. So, I hope they sell Liverpool. I want them to sell Liverpool, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I- I'm siding with Tom Warner on this one. Like, I, Let's you, take the money, John. You should, you should sell. You should be selling this team. You absolutely should be selling this team from a Red Sox fan standpoint. Like, I have no idea how they're making money and if they're raking in the cash the way they used to be or if now that market inefficiency with some of these EPL teams is no longer printing cash like it used to be, You know, they're becoming much, much more expensive to run um, because I think a lot of these billionaires around the world have figured out that you could print money with them like you could with a football team, meaning an NFL football team. But I, I actually side with Tom Werner on this one. Like, I, I, I hope they sell Liverpool because that does mean you can focus more on the Red Sox in theory.
5: And I just want you to
3: know how much I love capitalism. So I I don't I, I would hope that John Henry would, would sell Liverpool, even if it means he's going to turn around and buy an NBA team, which I would be very suspicious of. And then I have the same criticism of them buying the Penguins and them buying an NBA team. But overall, removing a team from their portfolio would be a good thing for the Red Sox. I hope that happens, and I hope John Henry, if this report is accurate, I hope John Henry changes his tune or holds out and gets the number he's hoping for or whatever, I'd like to see Liverpool removed from their portfolio.
4: This is where I'm going to be negative against you because I feel like it doesn't matter for the Red Sox at all. If if this report... You think
3: they're a lost cause no matter slightly what?
4: Slightly dubious report. No, I just think that this is... They're running the operation that they want to run. I firmly believe that between... I Haim Bloom, who is increasingly kind of looking like a fall guy for the plan that John Henry wants to put into operation and how he wants to run this club... I absolutely think that they'll turn around and buy an NBA team. I don't think any of the money that they put towards Liverpool that now they get from a sale, I think very little of that will go to the Red Sox. What money do they make off the Red Sox at this point? I know it's going to be a lot of money, but compared to some of these other where you can build a new stadium, They're never going to build a new stadium under this ownership in Boston. I
3: think... They can
4: only have so many seats. They can only jack up the ticket prices and the concessions
5: so much to challenge
3: them. them. It's part of the reason I think spending has been capped. Because there probably is a limit to what they can make. So there's a limit on what they're going to spend. I don't think
4: that they see boston as their cash cow fair i think they're looking for cash cows elsewhere and they're gonna look at boston they're looking at this from a business perspective i know they always say nobody i'm a fan at heart and uh, one they're business guys
3: one less thing to focus on i think would be a good thing so we're already getting tweets like that's not a very that account's never right that account doesn't know well maybe not Uh, all i know is what i hope i i hope i hope that they flip Liverpool. I think they should flip Liverpool. I think it'd be a good thing for the Red Sox. Oh, they and subscribed if, to Twitter blue though. That's how they got the check mark. And if oh they, no. They paid for Twitter. And if they turn around, yeah, it's got 400,000 followers. Uh, I don't know. It's
1: 371 and they paid for the check mark. That's dubious. I'm sorry. I don't care. How many followers you have if you pay for that thing that's dubious? If Probably I
5: bought pay- sex bots. If I, if I
1: if I paid
3: mm. for it, do you think I could get
1: 400,000 Twitter, Twitter
3: followers? Um, no. if you started tweeting about soccer maybe. <laughs> Football. i hope i hope they sell liverpool and even if they turn around and buy A an nfl team game. if they turn around and buy an nfl team or Football. an nba team i'll have the same criticism but in the meantime i hope they do i hope they do uh 617-779-0985 dave is in rhode island go ahead dave
4: hey how's it going guys what's up dave hey dave eh.
2: hey big salts fan here uh my my beef not beef but my thing with with Tatum and and people saying he, that, that Missoula is playing him too much i really don't believe that just for the just for the fact that if Tatum said to himself hey my wrist is bothering me i'm going to go out there and, and and not perform he's not going to risk that and i i don't think that brown and Tatum want extra minutes to pad stat cause I, uh to, to stat pad excuse me and well, i mean that
3: i i think that's uh, that's that's patently false because i've seen Tatum chase after a 50 point game Earlier this year. I've seen him do that. So no, I, I I know Tatum has padded his stats before. Whether that was the pursuit of his overall numbers or just getting a fifty point game, I don't know, but I've I've seen him do oh, it.
1: Well, you think Jalen Brown doesn't want
3: to have uh, the high right. numbers this year either? Come on. So I look I just think I just think it's it's smart for those guys. Like Jalen Brown wants a supermax, it, it it's smart. I get why they want to Tatum pad their wants numbers. MVP. Yeah, hundred percent. So I get why they want to do it, but that doesn't mean you have to just let them do it. No. And, and maybe somebody who's not the interim Although, coach.
4: I will say because uh, would be did,
3: able to stand up to him more.
4: Just really quick, because, as an aside, because we talked about this before, like there was that moment where someone asked Tatum about his wrist and if he was going to have to miss some time because of managing that. I know what you take as a really serious yeah, injury. Yeah, no, it
3: turns out and his wrist is fine. Yeah, he
4: said that's something that me and Brad are probably going to have to fight about, which tells you uh, a lot. Something me and
6: Brad to fight about
4: about the pecking order of where the injuries go. And then Scal came in and told us that there's like 837 sports exercise people who weigh in on those decisions. So who knows what happens behind closed doors there?
3: Yeah, I just I don't think he's hurt. Anybody who thinks – Kenton and I argued about this in the playoffs last year. I didn't think he was hurt in the playoffs last year. I don't think he's hurt right now. I think it's just a convenient excuse when he has a bad game. 617-779-7937. We'll wrap things up coming up next.
0: A U D A C Y. Type that into your app search, then download. This is Jones and Mego on W E E I.
3: Well, I've been informed I gave out the wrong number again. Is that accurate? That I, I, I yes. it's, it's. I missed so, this one. It's so bad. I have not noticed it one time when I've done it. Has it been? I think it's been like once a show. It definitely once a show. Well, I don't like how you said I that. I feel De- like you're
4: doing it on def- purpose.
3: Definitely. I'm. I one thousand percent am not doing just, it on purpose. You've Here's been here a for three days. you
5: Go call more. the other station. <laughs> exactly.
3: Uh, yeah, the Twitch chat is all over it. As is the text line. They're I'm not, loving uh, it. I've not seen anything on my. Uh, Listen, it happens to the best my of social us. Media
4: 7774. seven seven four seven 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 four. Don't worry about it.
3: They- <laughs>
4: that was one of my childhood friends' numbers. I was
3: going to say I have I have given out like seventy five percent of my own personal number in the past. I've, I've never given it. out the full thing, but I have given out like most of my real phone number in the past. They know six on one
4: seven whatever the number is. <laughs> uh,
3: I'd it's like tough. to say I'd like to say at some point I'm going to break that habit, but I, I don't know. Apparently not. Apparently not. Uh, what is it again? Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety
4: three seven. There you go.
2: Well seven
3: ninety three seven. I think I can. Uh, I think I can probably learn that by baseball season. I think six one seven seven
2: seven nine seven ninety three seven.
3: I just need to drill that into my head. I just need to listen to Dale on a loop, just as I'm falling asleep. Every Make that night. your ringtone. No, I do. I I need to do something like that because I uh, I can't quite uh, I can't quite seem to nail that one down even when I'm reading it. Uh, anyway, uh, what do we have here today, Ryan? As we wrap things up.
5: Oh my goodness gracious! Well, let us start with the fine folks. Uh, the the journalist uh, at TMZ caught up with Trent Brown. I always say I'd be really bad at this job because a lot of celebrities would walk by me and I would never know. But I would like to think if Trent Brown walked by me, I'd go, I bet that guy's important. Yeah. So they, oh, naturally the questions were about Mac
6: Jones. so the world does every day. That's it.
5: And, and, you, and
7: you know, hey, big fan of what you guys are doing over there. I got to know and and you tell me because you, you you're the guy that lines up in front of of, of of mac jones do you feel like there's a lot of people that love him and there's a lot of people maybe saying like yo is he the, the franchise guy like that, that everyone you guys have like that confidence in him that he's the one that's gonna i love him you do i love him i know you do yeah. i know mean, he, he has a bit he of has a leading a lot, question like, definitely what do you say to people that that maybe
6: disagree they don't really matter really and nobody outside of that building matters it's all about who's in that locker room and who comes to work with us every day. And, that's and, it. And, and you and you guys really feel
7: like, like, with a few tweaks, maybe next year you guys could be in that picture.
6: We're gonna see. That's not even. That's, a, that's not. That's above my pay grade.
7: <laughs> Is he? Well, listen, man. You guys, you, you guys are looking stunning right now to me. Yeah. I like it. bro yeah. And uh, it, it, any message for, uh, for for Patriots fans? Everybody, uh, stick with
6: us. Uh, I don't believe we'll be down too long. Is
7: That's he right, yeah, is yeah, he yeah. even on the team? He's well, so
3: nice, bro. Yes, he is. He's on the team next he year. He carries
4: a salary cap hit of eleven million dollars well, next we, year.
3: Are we convinced he's back? No. Me neither.
4: I'm not. I mean it would be smart of them, I think, to move on. Like
3: but... I just I love that Trent Brown now is like uh, talking uh, with authority on all things Patriots.
4: Like he's David Andrews. Yeah, like like yeah, hey, uh, you're a, you're a you know You may or may not be on the team next year.
3: You had a horrible season. Where you didn't buy in at all to the coaching. You individually now didn't buy in at all to the coaching. Like a lot of players. On I love that the idea that Trent Brown now speaks for the Patriots. Do you feel like there's a lot of people that love him? And there's a lot of people maybe saying like... It is a leading question, right? You're the, right,
7: the franchise guy.
0: Like, that,
7: that everyone, you guys have like, that confidence in him that he's the one that said I love him.
3: By the way, he never answered that question. He never was like, yeah, he's the franchise guy. Yeah, we believe in him. He just said, I love him.
4: Well, he showed his love by all those lazy cut blocks he had where he just dove and then Mac got Belly rocked. Block. If
5: you're 6'8 390 pounds, I never want to see you attempt a cut block. There's I, no reason. I just, you didn't
4: want to see it like four times no. at the end of the season. hell no.
5: Didn't he like a tweet that was like dissing Mac?
4: No, it wasn't dissing Mac. It was like bring back Tom Brady or Jimmy Garoppolo and Trent Brown was like smash that like. Well, that's that dissing
3: is, Mac. That is dissing it Mac. It is dissing Brady but is dissing it wasn't man. like Brady's Mac not sucks. Brady's not Garoppolo. That's a diss of Mac. Bring back Garoppolo?
4: Trying to remember if Trent Replace Brown our overlapped quarterback. Is with a Garoppolo. To the quarterback. Say it again. Trent Brown didn't overlap with Garoppolo, did he?
3: Uh, I don't know. I don't it, think so. No, it's so it's not even like that's no, no, no his, here.
4: I'm saying that it's not like Garoppolo is even someone who he has like a personal attachment with. It's I don't just think so. A quarterback from afar.
3: So I just I, I again I just like oh Trent Brown says he loves Mac Jones what so that means he's back or what that means he's like the answer at quarterback I don't care what Trent Brown thinks. And it was, a, it was a very leading, a very, Incredibly very leading, leading question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is he supposed to say? Yeah, no, I hate him. Like, I will say, to say, I there? think that might be Trying one of the- Trying to find my
5: boarding pass. Can you leave me alone? <laughs> that
4: might be one of the worst jobs in media, though. The TMZ jobs. Oh, that looks miserable. Yeah.
7: Mr. Kraft, how's everything, everything going? We, Bob, how's everything going?
4: You just stalk people and scream at them.
3: Yeah, that's uh that's true. What uh, what else do we have here, right? So
5: there there's so many great quotes in the history of professional sports. You know, like baseball has been very good to me. This is our effing city. Well, this is my personal favorite. You might recall Pete Weber, professional bowler. Oh yeah.
3: Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And
7: Excuse That's right! Who do you think you are?
3: I am! Damn it, right! I, I take my kid bowling and I hit a strike. That's exactly how I Who react. do you think you are? Yes, I am. Where it bounces it bounces in off the bumper and, and knocks everything over. Carving exactly into marble. Yes.
5: So, I have always enjoyed just that, that ridiculous moment from that crazy uh, pro bowler. But I like it even more now that I have discovered the genesis of why... Pete uh, yeah, Pete Weber said what he said. He joined the Pardon My Take guys, and of course, that was the very first question that they asked him, and this is exactly why it happened and how it happened.
0: Where did you come up with, who do you think you are, I am? Or did it just come out of you? Well,
7: actually, uh, it just was kind of a mis-say, because I was sitting there, and I was, I was thinking what I was going to say to the kid that was giving me trouble during the match, and it was like, I wanted to say, who do you think you are, with me in my house, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it just came
5: out. Who do you think you are? I am. And, so, <laughs> and that's the best part of the story that I think a lot of people don't know. That was directed to a twelve-year-old kid. <laughs> well yeah, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. <laughs> you know, I'm not <laughs> that, real sure. That but. makes it even better. Like the, <laughs> but, yeah. the, the. So what was the kid was like heckling you during the game? Well, he he rooted out loud
7: a couple times against me. The second frame when I left a ten pin, he uh, he just loud enough. Yes. You know that when I left the tent bin, and you know, I don't care if you root, oh. but don't root loud enough for me to hear. Yeah, you know, because that just takes away from everything. Who? But it pisses me off. So
3: you know, when I get mad, I, I let people know about it. Who were we just discussing? Arkan, who yelled at a kid recently? Who we were just talking about that the other Cam day? Cam Newton. It was no, Cam. he
4: didn't yell at he didn't yell at a kid.
1: The kid was chirping him, and he chirped the kid back. I mean, he was like, "I'm rich," remember?
3: And yeah, Joey so he chirped. Yeah. I guess that's true. He didn't yell at him, but he chirped. Yeah. He chirped. He chirped a child. Yelled
4: at some fans. I don't think it was a game.
5: kid though.
3: Yeah, no. no, Bosa. I think was was yelling at uh, you know drunk bros at the uh, at the game. Well, that's I didn't realize that was his, uh, his revisiting. He, he doesn't
5: sound overly proud of it. When Big Cat's like, well, you know that. that so that was actually directed at a twelve year old. He's like, uh, yeah, maybe he might have been twenty was- seven. Uh- that, that, that is, was, that's a good that's a good part I think I, I, I didn't know
3: that well, yeah, was 12 13 14 <laughs> you know I'm not real sure but. I, I didn't know I think he was, it was old
5: enough be. to rent a car you know uh, that's not important no I think that's a huge part of that story Who's a 12 year old kid heckling at a bowling mouthy <laughs> kids
3: uh, mouthy kids are a big problem uh, I'll I tell know, you what awesome miserable kid. to
5: be there. And by the way, the almost end of the show is brought to you by Cars for Kids. Do not waste time getting rid of your old broken car. Stop it. Cars for Kids is the easiest and fastest way to donate your car and get a tax deduction. Go to carsforkids.org today. Of course, that is cars spelled with a K.
3: Okay. Well, that'll do it for us here. Almost a full week in the books. One of these days, I'm going to learn the phone number here. Uh, Mego, Arcan, Ryan, we'll be back here tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Stay tuned for Rich Keefe. I, I, I think I saw Andy Hart. Uh, roaming the hallways as
5: well. Did you see a flash of orange walk by? Then, yes, it's Andy.
3: Then uh, I think he's going to be here with Keith. you want to get in line, the phone number, I know it so well, 617-779-7937. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2.